Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So other things going on, right? We keep hearing about guys asking out and what teams would, would be best for them and all this stuff. How do you feel about the Warriors and potentially making trades later on in the season? See, I I think what we have is is good enough. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think we need to be doing any kind of trading or anything like that. If we're picking up people, okay, but I don't think we need to be sending people out. Like I think we stick with who we have because we have seen that the second unit can work and can win its minutes. Wow. Yep. Curry sits. We've seen it happen. And we can we know that our true starting five can get it done. Listen, it's it's gonna come. I just don't think, you know, come trade deadline that we should be moving off of Jonathan Kaminga because that seems to be like the name out there to move him. I just mm. I just don't see it. I just feel like the work that's being done to just move off of him now who are we who are we going to try to bring in now to now Mm -hmm. they've got to learn the system and everything like that i'm kind of just like this is who we got let them at least work it out to get there like can can we get to 20 games we ain't even at 20 games and everybody's already like oh (laughs) everybody just bugs out so quickly that i'm just like let's give it time to actually marinate you know, let's mm-hmm. see us at full strength and then we can talk, but we haven't seen that yet. So when we see it, then we can make an assessment. But I, I, I don't think anybody should be getting moved, but you clearly mm-hmm. think otherwise. Me? <laughs> yeah. Who? Who are you trying to get rid of? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I, I agree with you totally. I think. Well, the two the two big names that you keep seeing online for one is mm-hmm. Kaminga, as you said, the other is Clay. Clay yeah. Everyone wants to trade Clay. And I understand wanting Clay to play better. I understand wanting someone who is more reliable as a shot creator, as the second option and stuff, instead of having Clay Thompson there. But I don't think you accomplish that by getting rid of Clay. 
because that just opens up another can of worms of issues that now exist because you don't have everything that clay brings to you which is elite shooting yep elite gravity so even if he's not hitting shots teams will still guard him in his jersey as if he's just in threes in a row exactly Exactly. (laughs) which opens the floor up for all these other dudes and then as much as people want to talk about his defense he does scale up and down on defense right he guards twos on switches he guards fives on switches fours like yeah the part of the reason why the warriors have been so good defensively over the years is because they can switch everybody and he's a big reason why they can do that and still do that in their uh best lineups so i'm not trading clay especially not trading him for zachary levine you know i like zach look I'm we all like we like Zach in the dunking contest. We do. We do. Okay. You know, I'm just saying, like. But people need to realize, like, everything that goes into trades, right? It's just not a player for a player, right? It's money right. for money. It's fit. It's continuity. It's chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's a locker room dynamic. It's the fact that one guy has been on this team and won four championships. And your very best player in franchise history is pretty close friends with this guy. Um, they have like this nickname. yeah they have like a nickname it's like an entire brand together like it's just that that wouldn't yeah. make a lot of sense to separate those guys in that kind of way but um let's just talk about money wise right zach makes over 40 mil clay makes 40 mil this year and he will never make close to that in a single season ever again no, i think nope. it's pretty pretty obvious right meanwhile zach is going to make 45 next year and then 47 and then 49 (laughs) so talk about a payroll right right that's just not going to be smart to bring that type of contract onto your team unless you know you have like an all nba top 15 top 12 player in the league right if you're trading for devin booker sure let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it right (laughs) if you're trading for somebody of that caliber then by all means, you might have to pull that trigger. But you're bringing in Zach Levine, right? He's fringe all-star level, very good player, but he's not that much better, if better than Clay at all, to make for it to make sense for to bring on that much money and completely uproot the, the foundation of this team in this dynasty. To say blowing it all up for what? This guy? For just a little bit more ISO game is pretty much what people are so in, enamored with. Um, and who dunks? In the dunks, yeah. The little, <laughs> little bit more athletic and all this type of stuff. Um, so another name that's brought up is, uh, I mean, obviously all the Raptors guys. People love the Raptors guys. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and I like those guys, too. I think they can help the team depending on, like, how – a deal, a structure, but I'm also, I'm still firmly in the belief that we need to see this team together for an extended stretch before we make any type of decisions like that. And we know they're capable of playing at their best and we know what they would look like at their best. So I'm not saying let's go get this guy and this guy and this guy, but OG and Anobi is a name that comes up every single year. Every time, and I'm like homie, don't even stay healthy throughout <laughs> seasons, but y'all, you know, just constantly we need OG, we need OG. What what are you doing? What is he doing really? <laughs> uh, he's a good player, but you're right. He he, he has his health. He has his health issues. 
for sure. So. He's also he's also valued at Michael Jordan levels, according to Masai Ujiri. Okay. They want an arm and a leg and the other arm and the other leg as well for that guy. <laughs> and don't forget your mamas too. So yeah. like, it just, it's like, it's not going to happen. Siakam was also, they always talk about Siakam coming over and everything. It's just like, mm -hmm. guys, we're not doing it. It's too early. I would say, I would say it's too early. Um, and I've, you know, thought about these things and, you know, came up with scenarios about if we were to go after this player, what would that trade package look like and all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, a deal is not going to be made until closer to the deadline anyway. So it's not really worth putting that much time and energy into. And like we said, just let the team play and let us see what we really have before you try to just ship guys out and just completely yeah undo everything that they've done from the, the end of last season all the way up to this point you have to completely rewire that if you bring in another guy and yeah. swap out another in somebody else and so how how are you feeling about this though do you think the closer we get to the deadline do you see that Kaminga and Moody could be in a package to go like I that's I wouldn't put it out the realm of possibility. Definitely not. I think they, I mean, their value is so high is because they're not, their contract number is low and they're on contract for next year. Right. right. And they're both good young players. But the thing is, if you trade somebody like that, you, you, you want to be getting back someone that, you know, one can contribute beyond this year because those two dudes, you know, are going to be, contributors for the next 10 years right so you want somebody that can help beyond this year and you want somebody who was like clearly better than them right step right on the floor you already know like well yeah like you know for sure your value <laughs> on court impact is going to be higher than those guys but the thing is guys who are clearly better than them are making more money considerably more money so you have to attach one of the veteran guys mm -hmm. most likely Right, like Moody and Kaminga's contracts together are about ten million. I want to say Moody's right. three, three right. nine. Yeah, so it's about ten million. So if you're trading both of them for a ten million dollar player, who who making ten million is going to be worth both of those two? two guys, right. right, right. People want to bring up Alex Caruso. I think Alex makes about nine. I don't think he's worth both of those guys. No, he is not. Um, so you're going to have to swing for a bigger fish with those two guys and then you're gonna have to attach somebody like a chris paul who's making 30 million so now that's 40 million to work with but but you, who's it, taking who's, chris paul yeah who's taking that i mean i guess somebody will take his expiring contract and just say okay we just let you walk at the end of the year and we have moody and kaminga but that deal has to materialize like somewhere like where is that deal at yeah <laughs> who's who's available for that number and what team is taking that you know and, and do we even need to make that deal is the question i don't think at this very moment i don't think so when we get close to the deadline we'll see what their record is how they perform and how each of the players are performing but just to answer your first question i don't mm -hmm. think mike is uh hesitant at all i don't think he's shy no he, no, he is not i just <laughs> That I, 
I'm just not ready to accept something like that mm -hmm. <laughs> going down the pipe because it's just like, wait. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just finally getting their shot. I know, right? <laughs> and, you know, to ship them off would just be just really sad to see. That's all. So that's why I'm like, no, no, it's too early. I can't, I can't think like that. So. Right, right. If somebody does get shipped off, I mean, it, it got to be the guy who ain't been here, but he's been playing better, Mister Mister Christopher. So yeah, <laughs> we he a warrior for now, so we gonna we gonna stick Listen, by him. That's right, we gonna stick by him. We're gonna cheer him on. <laughs> yeah, adjacent to him, we <laughs> he, he gotta he gotta win something with us before it's before he's Look, a official I, warrior I, I, warrior. Purchase a jersey or anything like that. It's still. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Okay, Chris. Let's go. Right. <laughs> right. Um, we got anything else to add? Uh, no. Well, back to this game, you mentioned how uh, Trace didn't get that much playing time, but he also, he didn't really look all that. Uh, he didn't really put on. Yeah, like I thought he would. But, you know, he he's been doing a everything in the G league. So, and he was listed as questionable coming into this game. So he kind of was just like, yeah, I can go. And then he got out there and realized maybe I really can't go. Mm -hmm. No, because mm -mm. Shangoon, what's his name? He was, he was eaten. So <laughs> he's good. He is he's good. You can add him to the, the, the growing list of, um, like European bigs. We need to get him. We need a true center. We need to. Do, 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 do. <laughs> if Looney misses two layups, it's like, oh my gosh, why is he in the game? And it's, it's like, yeah, we get upset if he misses those easy layups, but just look at the entire package of Looney and what mm. he brings. That's why you don't get rid of Looney. Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at him making his free throws. I just want to shout out Loon Dog for that. He's, he's looking really good at that line. So I'm like, yeah. All right, he's been working on him. He's been working. Loon's a, Loon's a guy who, over the course of the season, is going to start playing better and better and better. That's just kind of like the nature of his, the way he comes into seasons. He's, you know, not peaking until he gets into a groove. So, yeah, shout out to Loon. He's always, he's, he's all reliable. Yep. <laughs> he's still out there looking like it hurts, but he's still doing it. <laughs> he going he going to keep he going to keep trucking. So he's at 22 minutes, Sar Dario was at 26 minutes. Pretty you know, pretty even split at the Kind of how we we'd want that. Right. Yeah. Depending on matchup, these guys should be yep. playing around like even minutes. Um and then you know, it was Dario's night a little bit more tonight cuz he was scoring. Mm -hmm. So he got a little bit more minutes than Loon, but Loon still brought what he brought to the table, which is defense and rebounding. And almost taken out for a Van Fleet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny how like the Rock is just kind of like stocked up on the kind of annoying players. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> him, Dylan Brooks, kind of Reggie Bullock is another guy. Yeah. Reggie's like, pretty quiet this game. He didn't play that much, but uh, pretty quiet. Oh, and Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Yeah, but we cool. We like Uncle Jeff. Well, listen, I don't really like Uncle Jeff, but, you know, I was rooting for him when he was a nugget, just when they were, you know, in the yeah. 
else, but <laughs> that's about it. That's about it. That's about it. No. Okay. Yeah. So it's a good young Rockets team. I think, you know, Ime Udoka is doing a decent job there. We, you know, we're not big Ime fans. Um, right. Right. Considering his past, but he's doing a decent job with this team. Jabari Smith Jr. is going to be very good. I've, yeah, you know, been a fan of his. Everybody else on the team, eh. Like, yeah. Shangoon's, Shangoon's good. Yeah. Jabari's good. Yeah. Everybody else, I'm cool off of. Right. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. Jalen Green is going to be nice. You know, I know he's a Bay, he's a Bay Area guy, California yeah. guy. So I don't want to offend anybody. But they like, they like they Jalen Green. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm Jabari, Team Jabari, Team Shangoon. Those two, no, those, those two are really, really nice players. For they sure. Are. I couldn't get mad at them. Like, I was just like, no, that was a tough shot. And I know. look, we played good defense. That was just a tough shot. Mm-hmm. And he made it. So mm-hmm. you live with it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, Phoenix coming up. Hopefully we start getting these wins. You know, streaking, stacking them going forward. Um, what's the... We usually do, me and Nat would do a vibe check every so often, you know, out of 10, one out of 10. What are you, what are you thinking right now? Well, since this is our first win after six straight losses, the vibe, I'm, you know what? I'm at a seven. Okay. Because of how they played, I'm at a seven. I'll take a seven. What's solid? What say you? That's a passing grade. I'm going to say... If you say a six and a half, I'm no, 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 I'm not saying six. And a half. <laughs> I'm gonna say seven as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say seven as well. This is what the seventh home game. It is. Look at you. They won on the seventh game, so they are gonna get a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Lost all the other ones, so yeah, we sticking with a seven for now. Yeah. Um, it's been a great episode. You know, Golden Spaces Odyssey original. You know all the things we're going to ask you to do. <laughs> so do it. So do it. <laughs> right? Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to 957 the game YouTube channel and get on that podcast folder. Find Golden Spaces, watch these episodes, comment, um, share, follow us on X, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok very soon. Oh, that's ooh, coming as well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. (laughs) Uh, Leave us good reviews, five stars only. If it's not five stars, do not leave us a review. Exactly. (laughs) Why waste your time then? Why waste your time? Why waste your time? Support us. But uh, thank you for listening, and we will be back after the Phoenix game on Wednesday. Wednesday. All right. Peace. Bye.